Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> No nah, man, it's been a long time. Oh yeah, it has. It's has our it been a first month? podcast of the year. Yeah, technically, 2024. That's how late it is. 2024 and change. <sighs> Fucking shit. I watched Rebel Moon. Did you watch Rebel Moon? I did watch Rebel Moon. I'll watch another one, but I didn't <laughs> yeah. like it. No, too much. It's too similar to what's going on out there and this close to dune 2 it's so fucking riddled with story problems it's ridiculous you may have to do that when a few years have gone by and the dust settles <laughs> or almost like a dc thing where they're cramming you know because they know they're not gonna be able to expand as much so they're like let's let's get it in there yeah i'm assuming the second one is made already otherwise like there's no way that would get made yeah but i'll watch it i'm gonna watch it it's fucking terrible did you watch anything else crazy? Uh, no. Looking at my IMDb like lookups, though, it would seem that I did, but I didn't. <laughs> I just looked things up. It's been a very busy period of transition in my life, and I am finally wearing different kinds of underwear every day. Oh, uh, no. It's a metaphor, like briefs to boxers. Yeah, to tidy whities. Yeah. No. Bikinis. Uh-uh. Thongs, doodads, and willy wops. Look, closest I get are the short shorts, like I wore in the Barbie Christmas card. No, not really. I Let those white legs underwear. shine. Same underwear every day. <laughs> it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in, okay? <laughs> You're like, do I need to let them hang? Are they, are they running hot? Are they running hot? Do they need to breathe? Did start watching that Netflix series, Bodies? Yeah. And uh, you like it? Yeah. It's on my list. Yeah. I didn't get to that. I'll tell you, I did watch Old Dads because, you know, I love Bill Burr. I told Olympia to watch it, and I, f I told her that would help her understand me a little bit more. I mean, <laughs> she understands me plenty, but I'm like, you watch this movie? And like, yeah, you know, he's a little bit older. They're, they're older than us, but like, I get it, and I feel him. You know, I've talked about it before. You know, like what I think I called Bill Burr my spirit animal. Love that man. I can't believe it took me so long to check out that movie. But outside of that, dude, I did Hunter Killer, Evil Dead Rise, Black Mirror, a couple episodes, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Necessary Roughness, The Wolfman, Leave the World Behind, Hell Camp, Teen Nightmare, Justice League. I watched Chernobyl like three or four times. I don't know. I've got a problem. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park, the first one. Here's the weird thing. I started getting into older movies. It all started with Blazing Saddles. Went from Blazing Saddles to High Plains Drifter to Death Wish. Yes. High Plains Drifter. Whoa. Clint Eastwood, whoa, I don't care if you're a spirit, back for revenge, whoa, calm down, so much happens in the first 10 minutes, I don't know, got me a little bit, Death Wish, did you know Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Guest were in Death Wish? Yeah. I did not know, yeah. at all, and I was like, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's about to sexually assault someone? Yeah. And he does, and I was like, holy fuck, Jeff Goldblum. I can't believe I've never said that to you, Jeff Goldblum is the rapist from fucking Death Wish. Well, yeah. I mean, when's the last time I and watched Death Wish? he's creepy as fuck, too. Super creepy. Yeah, he's like, eh. I'm like, this is why Hollywood yeah. liked this guy. That New York guy. Yeah. That New York scum. He's got that rapey smile. He does. And it, just the long fingers. Definitely rapey <laughs> fingers. <laughs> 
Sorry, it's not funny. Um, and then we did start Walking Dead again because I want to finish the original series. I was a diehard fan for years. Just Walking Dead, even went to a Walker Stalker Con. The main show has been over. Everything's on Netflix. I said when that happened, I would finish it out. So, boom, pulled the trigger. Look, I'm wearing long socks because it's cold outside. Does that look crazy or what? No. Do you wear long socks a lot? Most of the time. I love ankle socks. But I wear pants all the time. I wear ankle socks with pants. I do in the summertime. Depends on the pants. I wear boots a lot, though. True. Nice little asterisk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I need to stop watching Chernobyl. I don't know. It's depressing, but it's, I don't know, just so well done. <laughs> I've got a problem. Yeah. Are you having a manic episode? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's been a while. Christmas, New Year's. Switching jobs for me. There you go. It's uh, fun and cold. It's cold as fuck in Texas. For Texas. Yeah. Today is the first day it's really that cold, though. Yeah. Might get some winter precip tonight. Gotta watch out for that precip just all over the place. Kelly's been watching fucking Friends, and I actually like ended up watch, like getting sucked into it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then very enjoyable. Smelly cat. This is a very enjoyable, weird... Uh, there's incredible number of Friends episodes I never saw. Well, yeah, I mean, I stopped like 98, 99. Yeah, watching her be blown away that I didn't know things happened was like the most fun well in my house we watched it it was like a ritual it was part of the evening you know sitcom ritual but then you know once i stopped i stopped you know i had family members keep going friends kept going like friends that i had i just i stopped at a certain year and just had no idea what was happening did you like 2023 was 2023 very good for you i mean i mean 2023 was okay it was cool it was fine it's hard at the beginning and it got better, I think. I think it had a strong finish. Strong finish, yeah. Little little ones growing up and we were on the news for the Christmas cards. That was cool. That was really cool. Started out not as good. Came out of 2022. I don't think there's been very many good years in a while. The I bar mean, is really low. I mean, I had to go back into the office at the beginning of 2023. So, I mean, it was like my the end of my first year back in the building. For it was work. a really long year. Ended fine. <laughs> i don't know man i think they're going by really fast seems yeah, like just yesterday i think because you have a kid also that's got to speed shit up flying it's been a whole year since i went to hawaii well la da song of the millionaire no <laughs> I, we didn't pay for it <laughs> remember that's why we went it was paid for well everyone you may have noticed that we've switched to every two weeks because that's easier, and this is more fun that way. You never <laughs> want to turn anything you like to do into work. No. But that's what I do. So it's pretty much everything <laughs> in my life. No, this one, though, uh, what was the... I mean, the other movie you you brought to me, I've, I've looked at it a couple times, like I almost watched it, but I'm glad we went with this one. I don't know. I want to keep that one rolling around. I've come across... It's now... I feel like since I watched this, it's like recommends it even more. Uncle Peckerhead. Uncle Peckerhead. It was a good pick. It was. Because I, I brought the other movie up, and then you were like, Whoa, that well, let's do this one. <laughs> yeah, this one tickled my pickle a bit more. Yeah, the good trailer, too. Uh, yeah, not disappointed with this one, man. It had a certain kind of quality that I used to look for in movies more often. It was actually a good, like, micro-budget movie. At the beginning, I was, like, I was worried for a hot minute. The actors did memorable things. Like, yeah. it was like a memorable performance if I saw... Some of those people, again, in something, like, I would be like, oh, shit, 
Yeah, and I, and this one had never popped up in anything recommended for me. So until you brought it up, I was like, ah. Prime isn't the one I go back to as much. I feel like I go to the niche things mm-hmm. too often. What'll catch you off guard is how much like oldies but goodies Prime has if you dig deep. Prime has a huge fucking library if you really get in there. Yeah, that's the thing is it's overwhelming <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, because I've got my Chernobyl problem. <laughs> And so some of those old ones that I see, I'm like, oh, I don't. I'm like, fuck, stop. Don't watch it again. Something new. Yeah, but it's rare that I, like, gamble on an indie kind of movie. But this was a certain sort of uh, SLC punk horror movie. You know, that sort of tone to it. It it was, like, that quality of filmmaking. Or uh, even I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Mm -hmm. It had that kind of feeling. Was this more punk than SLC punk? Uh, I mean, that was pretty accurate as far as like a, a tour goes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to see stuff written about tour, you know, bands touring and like from the perspective of like just these fucking kids that are in a van, like going city to city, like trying to get enough money to keep moving mm-hmm. and not playing for anyone and getting like eight bucks. You know, that was like very realistic. Like you go play somewhere for nothing and come back. Like, really far away. But most people don't get a ride from someone like Uncle Peckerhead. Yeah. Did you like it? It was a good one. And I watched it at a good time. I feel like it's kind of like what I needed for that evening. When punk rock three-piece, duh, Judy, Max, and Mel quit their jobs to tour around the state of Pennsylvania, their dreams are derailed by the repossession of their minivan. So they do what any good punk band does and wander around asking people if they can borrow their vans. And they were, like, putting flyers up. They even made flyers. They were handing them out. Soliciting. <laughs> Soliciting. Yeah. It's a crime. Fuck your flyer. Sorry. Well, luckily or unluckily, they wake up a man sleeping in a van that calls himself Peckerhead, who offers to be their roadie. But when it turns out Peckerhead becomes a flesh-eating demon for, was it 13 minutes at midnight? It was very random. He claims he sedates himself with the heroin that they find in the glove box. Is what? it heroin? Is it heroin? I mean... I thought uh, who has one of those leather cases for their heroin? I thought it was insulin. Could have been their placebo. That would just make right off more the bat. sense. I I thought insulin and maybe somehow insulin like counterreacted, like it was some weird thing. What if like heroin addicts were like potheads and they carried around like you know like I go, oh check it out I got this cool grinder man, <laughs> but like they can't talk. Yeah, I got this sweet foil. <laughs> <laughs> They're just in zombie mode already. <laughs> Drag that leg. (laughs) (laughs) So every night Sonoan gets hurt, he sedates himself, big quotation marks, and the band has to decide whether to keep touring or go home. Or get left in the middle of nowhere. How the fuck would they get home? Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like any of them were going to bust for an Uber. Since Beggarhead only seemingly kills folks that stand in the band's way of fame, they decide to keep him around. And generally, he's kind of a sweet old man. He is. At one point, I felt like they were even jealous, or at least uh, Homegirl was. There was some jealousy there. Oh, of him? Just being so cool. In general, was like the kind of guy you wanted to be, your like roadie and your merch guy? You yeah. Know? He had a great attitude. Seemed like a real like can-do type of dude. Yeah, for sure. He was down to do whatever, man. Uncle Peckerhead was written and directed by Matthew John Lawrence and was released in the year that didn't happen, 2020. I mean, fucking true story. Uh, while we could find very little to no info about the release of this movie, we know it has 18 reviews that add up to a tomato meter score of 96%, and that given what kind of movie it is, 
a horror comedy with a micro budget, the 68% audience score and the 5.8 on IMDb are pretty goddamn high. They're pretty fucking high. I mean, uh, and not just that, but uh, Chet Siegel, right? I tried to look up stuff on her. It's like it's like a shadow thing, man. There's like not a lot out there. No. There's and she's done some stuff. It's just personal information, like background, like I mean, and there's even stuff about early projects, but some of just that basic info, it's not floating around like everybody else. God damn it, it's like somebody cloned Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini? God, and I'm gonna be like, Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew that's who you were fucking talking about in the back of my head. <laughs> fucking freaks and geeks. Mm. Fucking bloodlines. Everything else. Oh, Daddy's Home. Love those. Real cute. Grandma's Boy. She was in Grandma's Boy? She was like the one, huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Sings the Salt and Pepper song. I've watched that movie so many times, but it was at a bad point in my life. So, like, I know... I, I don't know t- what happened to my copy of it. Otherwise, I'd watch it again. Probably frequently. I love that movie. I watched a clip from an, from an interview where Nick Sorensen talks about... Uh, that movie just completely flopped, but then like DVD sales were like, people love this shit when it came out on DVD. He's like, that fucking movie blew up when it went to DVD. And I was like, yeah, makes fucking sense. I'm sure Happy Gilmore was like that too, was it not? I don't know, man. Adam Sandler was, did they flop? Oh, the he was already on SNL for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And that's those... what that did for the comedy mm-hmm. was people you already knew made a movie. People started to not trust it. Mm-hmm. MacGruber is good, man. Never seen it. Oh, my God. All the way so through. Good. I've seen parts. Uncle Peckerhead stars David Littleton as Peckerhead. Chet Siegel as Judy. Jeff Riddle as Max. Ruby McAllister as Mel. Shannon O'Neill as Jen Jennings, uh, which is Judy's hero from the band they're opening for at the big gig. And Ryan Conrath as Shiloh, the singer of the rival band on tour. And, I mean, he's a fucking tool. And he does great. He's one of those guys that doesn't have a mohawk but has one anyway. Yeah, just I've seen that guy before. Loves Fugazi. Uh, you know, so uh, fugaze. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at the beginning of the movie when she was quitting her job, and they were like talking about her baked goods, her fucking scones. Yeah, <laughs> the little parts in this movie didn't go to waste though, and they let you know immediately. Like they were like, "Here's three people you'll never see again, mm-hmm. and all of them are gonna be funny." <laughs> and then we're gonna move on, and they're little like jumping up and down in the, <laughs> the apartment before they when they go on tour, like they the jumpy huddle, jump up and down. Yeah, it's like a jumpy huddle. Uh, but like you're saying, I, so I never was in a band. I didn't do this, but I mean, you've got some experience in that area. Yeah, and that that's what that looks like at first. <laughs> Just driving around, playing like kind of shitty places and far away, and try not to get too far away. And it's really quite scary in Texas. Pennsylvania, probably a little bit, but like I don't know, you're not you're not far, you're not as far away yeah. from home. Like you just tour Texas, and like that's a lot. It's a lot of ground. I felt like it made me feel kind of dirty, you know, like they hit the spot. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I like things that are about it. Green room, fucking excellent. Dirty. Oh yeah, violent. So violent. Dirty. <laughs> is that what bothers you the most about green room that it's a dirty bar no, that's okay there's way worse out there <laughs> yes there's well, i mean worse. they're not all full of skinheads but well i mean yeah and i'm not oh, god damn it <laughs> <laughs> can't win that's the thing you focus on it's so dirty in that skinhead bar <laughs> uh, but yeah the van i mean they look pretty accurate packerhead i'm glad that he was like a southern type dude but he was cordial 
You know what I mean? You hear a strong accent like that, and you're like, what kind of character is it going to be? He seemed like one of those guys that you would meet when you were in your like late teens, early 20s, and you're like, this guy might be homeless, but he's cool. Yeah, and he knows he knows a lot about a little, if you know what I'm saying. He was the right kind of guy to tour around with. Yeah. Also, it's a big wide world out there, man. It's scary. Bring that guy with you. And my Clearly. friend's band used to have a tour manager who was like a ex-Marine, like military guy, mm. but they felt very safe. In his hands, like he was in charge of everything. Bust out that K-bar. You do worse than a demon, you know? First kill thoughts? First of all, I like that they showed up to a gig and there was no one there and no one to have them load in and they just had to wait. Yeah. And the uncertainty of that, I felt that. Real life? Really strong. Real life? Yeah. Cool. But yes, uh, I mean, nobody deserved to die. I mean, that guy was the, the, the promoter, manager, whatever. Of the of the uh, Club. the venue, the venue, the venue. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's probably. I mean, that was like the right dude for that. And what was he doing wrong? What was he doing wrong? How much money does he make? Probably not a lot. No, three bucks was probably part of what he was taking home that night. But he was a in the way of their punk rock dream. And Peckerhead saw this. Ah, the punk rock dream of fame. That original music, though. <laughs> what'd you think of the? Not not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I was never a punk guy. Sorry, I didn't do the punk thing, like at all. I'm not gonna lie. I liked the movie punk, the punk music in the movie. It was it was nice. Apparently, Jeff Riddle, the guy who played Max, yeah, he is actually in a band in New Jersey, and or... his name was like on every one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. But killed it. That was good. I was trying to remember what the name of his band was. <laughs> well, and think about how much money they save by not having to like pay the rights to like cover popular punk punk songs, or you know, just paying for music and film is like a lot of money sometimes. Also, he could have, other than that one that they played the whole song, yeah, it could have just written fifteen second things to do. Yeah. Really, like how hard would that be? Oh, we're gonna play a band on tour, but all you need to do is write. Like a verse and a chorus. Yeah, like a verse and a chorus and boom. Because you're going to show that clip like three or four, maybe five times. It's like, I wish there were more songs in that thing you do. Um, I don't know, though. <laughs> I mean, it, it's coming. time is coming gone. The time is coming gone for that. The O'Neaters. What can I say? This band went a little harder than the O'Neaters, though. Duh. Was everybody just expected to have a tape player? Because I feel like we were in the now. I feel like the tapes have been gone for a minute. The demo tapes that they were selling at shows. Oh, when they tried to bring back cassette tapes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a cassette player. No. I, I don't mean, even know where to find one now. So we were in high school in the early 2000s. There were still tapes out there. There were. I hung on to mine till very recently. Yeah. Um, Like, shit I taped off the radio and stuff. Did I, a while back, I found a DMX and a Nelly tape. Were they taped off the radio? No, they were tapes. Oh. I went oh. and bought them with somebody we knew. Oh, they were like store-bought tapes. Tapes. Wow. And that was from high school for us. Like at least junior year too. Columbia music tapes. Columbia, <laughs> the pennies. <laughs> yeah. God, that one guy we knew. Now, I'm I'm trying really hard no names here because that's like two stories back to back. But that one guy, the big one, weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. wait, we knew quite a few of those. But the one, you know, was ripping off Columbia music, and he got me in on it once. I was so paranoid, dude. I was young. I was like, well, is this gonna show up somewhere? Like, I've got him. Do I need to give him back? <laughs> I mean, but that is how I ended up with a typo negative CD. <laughs> I thought the cover looked cool. That's how you pick things back then. Yeah. It's like, that looks that looks heavy. Yeah. I listened to like a lot of random shit. I had a seven inch by a band called Nuthgrush. 
It was a really weird, like, uh, Nooth Grush? hardcore punk band. Yeah. Was Nooth it Dr. Doctor fucking Seuss related? Yeah. Like, that was, I'm pretty sure that's where they got their name. I was going to say, that sounds like Dr. Seuss all But it sounds fucking metal, you know? Like, uh, Nooth Grush. <laughs> like those Ned Flanders metal guys? Oakley Doakley. Yeah. That's hardcore, man. That's the shit. White wine. Spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So, yeah, I think Judy was jealous of Peckerhead towards the beginning. Oh, how about the guy that she wants to bang? See, she was even so jealous of Peckerhead, like, that was awkward. And I was happy that she got to bang, like, the hot guy. Yeah, ugh, that guy. Ugh. Well, I figure, like, if you're there and in her position, like, he's the hot guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were, like, that's what they were throwing out there, Not right? bad for a tour, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he probably would you know, and that type, it probably wouldn't even be that dirty. Relatively clean. You were in his house. Didn't seem to be anyone else around. No, he's got a pool. Yeah, I like to skin the rubbers off the surface before I jump in. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure it's clean. I've got some hot tub stories because I fucking hate hot tubs. I've gotten in there and found some shit. Just stay away from fucking hot tubs. They're not cool. Yeah, people fucking there. There's way more. There's fuck No. And don't get the fish to suck on your feet and hands and face. It's not like a cool thing to do at like a, any type of like nail place. Like to put my asshole on it. And jerk they off. can't clean the fish's <laughs> mouths out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I try not to read the news. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and uh, so the band, the rival band, huh? Old fuckface. God, that little fuckface. I like when they finally let you hear a song. Oh my god! And like what it is, and you're like, yeah, okay. Like, I was I've like definitely a, heard that before. It's a spoken word bird song. Yeah, with a dash <laughs> of punk. Like it was it to me it was like the, the softest spoken word, but then like a, a little punk drop in, screamy, more screamy than punk though I think. But yeah, I could feel it. It was a certain kind of band. Yeah, I mean, okay, no, I like I didn't say like I can feel it, like I liked it. I just want to clarify that. I there, you know, point was made. Their no music one's judging was trash. you. You can like it if you want. No, <laughs> this isn't a Blink One Eighty Two thing. This is a fucking the shitty band from the movie thing. Fuck those guys. But yeah, so I mean, they make the rounds. The tour's going good. They're just into Peckerhead. Peckerhead makes scones and they're delicious. And Again? she has to cave on being like, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. His scones are good. Yeah. But that little moment where she's like, oh, fuck. You know, like she's like, damn, yeah, it is good. Yeah, real. There's so many of those. Those little moments that are like, oh, these are cool little believable moments. I love when like Deadite Peckerhead comes and sees her fucking. He doesn't oh. like attack her or anything. He's just like, yeah. yeah. And she's just like, huh. she didn't stop. You know, cheers. Fuck, I hate saying that. <laughs> like, even if it was just I, the, the cheers, guys, it's in the signature block on the email. Have I talked about this before? I'll stop. Oh, cheers. People who go for cheers. Like, you went to AM. I don't like best. Best? Yeah, I don't like it. I put thanks because people are like, you shouldn't Me put too. thanks. But I'm like, no, I'm going to put thanks. And they're like, no, it doesn't always apply. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I always put thanks, too. Thanks. People like to be thanked. Yeah. Even if they don't need to be. Yeah. Even if, like, you're, you know, even if you did the thing. Yeah. People like when you apologize. They like when you say thank you. Like, that's what they like. Yeah. So that's what I do. Sorry. Thank you. Candy voice. The fucking metalheads in the parking lot, they have a tape deck. They do. That made me wonder, when is this? Well, see, but didn't they? Oh, were there never cell phones? No. There weren't. Not at all. There might have been. Who well, did she call? How'd she? She used pay phones, didn't she? To call so. the guy at the venue that she gave her demo to about the decision 
But who opens up for the big band? Holy fuck. Those are those little things I never forget. And I don't know. Cock and balls. Good runtime, though. What? About 90? Yeah. About 90? I'm yeah. Good with solid. Those. Very solid runtime. Yeah. Those fucking metalheads, though, in the parking lot. It was like Pete and Pete. Well, and if life would have been a little different, I could have been one of those guys. Just out in a parking lot, like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> I like when they show up that other show and they, they're the headliner now. Are you talking about the jealousy? Yeah. Yeah. I like that because, you know, when we used to play like local shows when I was in a band, yeah. I didn't want to play last. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play second to last. Because uh. second to last, everybody watched your whole set. Uh-huh. But last, people were going to start breaking off. Like uh. if they were like, uh, nah. Close to time to go anyway? Yeah. But like that 11 o'clock, not the midnight. That's what you want. <laughs> Got to get in there while they're still there. Yeah, when the cool guy plays, but he gets to go home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, just uh, so. And then uh, they finally need a place to crash at some point. And that was true to life. Some chick lets two bands sleep at her house. And then they're like not really friends. So they're kind of like. Well, we're taking this shit. So there is that chick that's like, yeah, my grandma's got an extra room. Yeah, I love it. She's like, hey, could you guys go keep it down? He's like, yeah. <laughs> but how about that scene? Because we had gore here and there for sure. Yeah. I mean, like lots of it. But that scene, they really, they really. There was like piss and shit. And it was so like, gross. Like fucking. <laughs> he shits all which over. Was, what would happen if you like ripped a bunch of people apart? Yeah. Like, there would be piss and shit everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I learned that from the goods. But doesn't he shit on them? He does. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I put on their peck shits on the lead guy. <laughs> and I was like, ha-ha, hardcore. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because then the, the band has to go with fucking guts and shit all over them. Yeah, the they ma- have it on for the rest of the, like, and there you go. That's punk. And even guy at that venue, the nice venue, is like, yeah, that's punk. You know, like he's like, yeah, that's good. And yeah. it's like, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the thing, man. Covered in piss and shit. Yeah, probably just thinks they're fucking on some kind of hard drug. That's why they're late. Yeah, but they were like a little more Green Day than Gigi Allen, so it was a little weird. Like, little Offspring era. The twist, though, like the turn where like they get they get arrested for the murder. Yeah, and then they get arrested at the show before they can play, and then everyone's anticipating them getting out. Well, yeah, and it's a uh, very Airheads. You know what happened to the Lone Rangers? You know, once they went to jail, they blew up. You know, the popularity was through the roof, dude. Pip. Man, that's a good movie. It's on something right now. I think it's on Max. <sighs> I could watch it. It's that. on Max or Prime, I think, right now. Oh. Yeah. It's on something right now. That's a Brendan Fraser movie, too, with Adam Sandler. Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Fraser. Fraser's back, too. Yes. Fraser Crane. <laughs> Ross. Um, but okay, so then they're exonerated though, which is like cool little twist. But then the very end, that's pretty punk. Yeah, and he's in the venue. And you hear the screams. Yeah. Ugh. Uh good end. Good end. Good fucking end. Yeah. I liked this movie a lot. Solid. I'm not gonna say that ending caught me off guard. You know what I mean? Like I was happy. It didn't it just like But it that was could have just been one thing. Mm-hmm. And it like went all the way there. And it because it didn't need to be this big production yeah. to get there, it would be cool if we saw the same cast, like you're like float around in other movies together, you know, just like I like them. I thought everybody in this gave a hell of a fucking funny performance. God, and that original score, 
And Max was like so good natured. Yeah. Like, but he was like watching people be murdered and being okay with it. But I mean, like deep down, he was he was a good guy. Yeah. That's what I liked about it though. Yeah. No, I'd watch it again later. I'd I'd love to tell somebody who I felt would appreciate it about it. I love like punk and metal movies and stuff about bands and stuff like that. But I like it to be adjacent to it being like a music movie. Yeah. You know? I like it as a setting. It's cool. I mean, yeah, nothing's ever really gonna be able to beat uh, you know, Rockstar with Mar- Mark Wahlberg, but you know, they can try. What about that one with uh Tom Cruise? Rock of Ages? I saw it one time because it was like when you had HBO, and so it was like you watched. You know what I mean? I what about I like Meatloaf's entire career? I watched a documentary about that, like one of the VH VH on VH on VH one VH one VH one documentary about <laughs> Meatloaf's bad out of hell. Um, man, he got sweaty on stage. He cry into his bosom. Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> um, what was his name? <laughs> meatloaf a day <laughs> keeps the doctor away um no uh, i would i would watch this again i would recommend it to the right person because i i know people that would appreciate this i'd for, recommend you know. this to anyone and be like if you didn't like it then you're fucking weird if you don't chew big red gum then fuck you fuck you winter green winter green is where it's at i'm not gonna lie to you i totally thought about Frank's found footage uh, February, and I didn't research. You thought about it, but you didn't prepare? <laughs> you don't know what we're watching? No, like, give me one minute. We're watching. Hold on. You know what? That damn alien one. Is it streaming? Anywhere? That's one that I know you haven't seen. It's Too the one obscure. I told you it was the one that really kind of scared me. And, you know, I told you about Hell House, and I wasn't lying about that. What's next in line for Found Footage February with Frank? Frank's Found Footage February. Oh, can I call you and you record it over the phone and make it sound all weird? Yeah. No, damn it. That's the one that was at the top of my head, but because it, it was never on anything since Netflix like eight years ago when I watched it. And then I saw it on something again like a year ago, and I was like, oh, it'll be back. Did I ever make you watch the Bigfoot one? Or hanger fucking whatever. Whatever number. We'll just have to call it in. Those were the two at the top of my list, and they're not free right now. How much does this rent? How much does this rent that one? It's a three ninety nine. For the alien? Yeah. Let's do it. What's it called? It announced it. Alien abduction. Oh. Next week, to kick off Frank's found footage February. February. Um We'll be watching Alien Abduction. It, uh, I actually watched this when I was a security officer sitting at a desk and I had Netflix on my computer. I watched it on a dark day and it made me jump while I was at work. I got one good jump out of that. During the day? Yeah, at work. I mean, it might have been the morning. I might have been a little sleepy still, but it got a pretty good jump out of me. And it made my... Made my goosebumps appear. <laughs> but uh yeah. Alien abduction, man. It's got an alien on the cover, so like they let you know what's coming. Um <laughs> you know, no surprises there. I think it's funny that when I look up the fucking uh when I look it up to like buy it on Amazon, 
Oh, and this is based on the real-life Brown Mountain Lights phenomena in North Carolina. Of that one. Who would have thunk it? You know what? I kind of want to watch that Exorcist movie. Spin it like a helicopter? No, the new one. With the girls? Plural? With the plows. With the plow girls. There's two of them. <laughs> I just, I don't think I ever knew where Jeff Goldblum came from. Was that before he got an apartment in the fly? For sure. Pre-apartment days, huh? Whatever happened to Gina Davis? <sighs> she got me too'd by Bill Murray. She got me too'd by Bill Murray? Oh, she handed out a me too to Bill Murray. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what went wrong? Her little sister wouldn't listen. She would never listen. When they thought Big Dottie Henson was just the kitten caboodle, she knocked it out of the park and slid in the hole. <laughs> Back before I know who you were, Lori Petty. It's back before I know who you were. Go Rockford Peaches. <laughs> hey, Madonna was in that movie and on the soundtrack, dude. Look, somehow it came full circle. It's all about layers. <laughs> or she was buddies with Rosie O'Donnell. It was I don't know. They knew how to dance. They could swing. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.